let's face it, for most people, your first home is not going to be your dream home. And in this episode, we're going to unveil how you can step your way up to your dream home. Welcome to your first home buyer guide, the podcast for first home buyers who want to get it right. I'm Megan and that was Veronica. We're both buyers agents and probably old enough to be your mums. But that's a good thing because between us, we've got over 40 years experience and we are going to share with you bucket loads of stories about avoidable mistakes. Together, we're going to make sure that you get unbiased and real information that you can rely on so you can get where you want to be without missing a step. Now, we've got loads of great tips for you in this episode. And if you'd like more useful tools, head over to the website, homebuyeracademy.com.au. There you'll find free checklists that you can download, a free mini course on how to price a property and our where to buy a workshop for only $39. Priceless stuff, really. Bargain. But before we get into the interesting stuff in this week's episode, here's the boring bit, the disclaimer. You of course know that nothing in this podcast is to be taken as personal advice. We always recommend getting the advice of an expert in their field of expertise. Now we've done our very best to ensure that the content is correct at the time of recording, but things change. So check with the relevant government authority or your advisors to get the most up-to-date information. your dream home. You can see it. It's beautiful in such a great suburb with your favourite coffee shop in walking distance, plus lots of PLUs, you know, people like you, (laughs) and an easy commute to work. Dream. But it's way outside your reach right now. So you're probably wondering whether you'll ever get there, particularly if prices are rapidly rising. But there is hope. There is a method to do this and we are sharing a little bit of this with you today because you get this wrong and you will languish in your first home for too long. Get it right and you'll be able to step your way up the ladder towards your dream home faster and with more confidence. Does this sound too good to be true? (laughs) It's possible. It's hard, (laughs) but you can do it. There's a bit of hard work involved, but yes, you can do it. Now, before we get to that, of course, This week's special house from Megan. And I have to say, for those of you watching the video, you'll know what I'm talking about. I want to be there right now. Looks good. What is it? Where is it? This is the leaf house. So this house was designed with six leaves. There are no hallways in this house. It is designed just to have the breezes come through the home. There is a meandering pool that goes through between the leaves and it is in Brazil. So could there be a better place to be thinking about during lockdown honestly i, <laughs> I, I don't think i've stuck had, in their own houses <laughs> i'm not sure i've ever had such a visceral reaction to any of the houses that you put up in fact i've disliked this, most this one's of them. nice that one i love and i want to be in it right now oh anyway let's so there's my dream home <laughs> <I'm wondering laughs> and you've got the napa in, valley behind you so yeah, i do i do very hot there i'm still all right <laughs> i still want to go on the leaf home in brazil so my stepping stone to that is i don't know let's let's Bell see home. if we can let's see if we can get me to brazil <laughs> oh i like your thinking well 
Look, in, in uh, your first home buyer guide, we talk about taking a step-by-step approach to buying a first home. And it's a methodical approach to what is often a very, very emotional process. And Veronica, we talk about the analogy of climbing a mountain. You can't take a step in the wrong order or you might go down the wrong path. You might slip down, you might fall down a crevasse or just throw your hands up and give up completely. And it took us a lot of research and a lot of work with home buyers to get an, a really good understanding of the best way to step your way kind of along the ladder or up the mountain. And we've found that there are three strategies to help you climb the property ladder to get up the mountain and achieve your dream home faster. But you've really got to understand yourself. You understand, You have to understand who you are and what your direction is to know which strategy will work for you. So there's a fair bit of internal navel-gazing that you need to do with yourself to know which strategy would actually work for you. It's interesting, actually, that to be really successful in buying any home, whether it's your first home or upgrading, you know, you do have to really take a step back sometimes and and really reflect on where you want to go because it's so easy to get caught up in FOMO and and the whole thing about what I should be doing and, oh, my God, I'm going to get doing this. Yeah. Why am I not doing that? And forget that, yeah, and then and then take a step back and think, I'd really rather be in a leaf house in Brazil right now. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's beside the point. The thing is about climbing a mountain and the dangers of climbing a mountain, this is why it's such a good analogy for, for buying, you, you know, being on your entire home journey, not just actually buying your first home, is because, mm. you know, I, I was watching a documentary recently about climbing um, Mount Everest and there's just, the, the sheer amount of um, it's a massive tourism thing and there's mm. so many operators taking people up that mountain that aren't experienced that are taking people that aren't experienced as well they don't have the right equipment and there's a lot of deaths on that mountain you know yeah. lack of oxygen and the weather turns and they've got these very small windows of opportunity and there's a lot of panic about oh if I don't get to go in this trip I'm never going to get to go and it's very expensive there's so many Mm, parallels mm. in fact we try to buy first property yeah and and, and it's alarming isn't it that people can mm. actually commit themselves with the wrong guidance yeah and and take you know the cheap option there's just so so many we should do an entire episode actually drawing all the parallels along the way with the (laughs) dangers you know because it is very very risky and likewise for your financial future uh buying your first property and getting the order wrong and taking the wrong advice and following the wrong paths can actually be fatal to some people's financial future and this is and i'm not trying to be alarmist here this is fact so yes property is risky and so the step we talk about this a lot property Mm. is is a great um tool and it can help you have a great life and also build your own your own wealth but it is really risky and i think that's the thing that we we really try to remind people you can do this and there is Mm. a method to do it and to do it well but it is risky and it's not without its risks So, so many first home buyers really compromise on the wrong things and they only realise when it's too late. It's a bit like going up that mountain and getting the, wearing the wrong gear or taking the wrong equipment. Um, Or following someone else's path. Mm. You know, I've I've seen too many times and we've had questions and, and actually feedback from members who have talked to us about the fact that they went down a particular path because it was what somebody else had done 
and they thought that somebody else had been successful. So they thought, well, that's the right path for us. But what they didn't do was actually have a look at, well, where are they in their life stage? What are their skills? Because skills are a big part of the stepping stone strategy. Well, yeah. Um, particularly if you choose, you know, we talk about the three different types of strategies. If you're choosing the the, the add value strategy, then um, if you're not a handy person, if you're not a tradie, but your mate is and they've renovated themselves to to a bigger, better quality house, it probably isn't going to suit you if you're not the person who can get your hands in, get them dirty and actually add the value yourself. It, it can cost a lot of money to get someone else to do it for you. And that's the thing about the stepping stone strategy. There are three strategies and choosing which one is right for you comes down to who you are and back to that navel gazing that uh, Megan was mentioning earlier. And that's such a good point because a lot of people will say, oh, no, you should buy an apartment first because it's smaller and then, and then uh, you know, you're able to then Easier to manage off, the mortgage. Yeah. yeah, pay off the debt early and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in some cases that is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you need to know when that is right for you and when that's not right for you. But mm-hmm. I think the one of the really important things to understand that regardless of which stepping stone strategy you choose, you do need to be able to identify high growth locations. And we talk about property being a long game and obviously we're looking at capital growth. We don't believe you should buy anything without thinking about capital growth. And it's going to come in fits and spurts over time. There are periods of time when the market doesn't do much and then times when it does a lot. But there are certain areas and certain sort of signs that you can look for. Property types in certain areas. And yes, and that's it. And this is a problem too with a lot of data-driven sort of property experts. They'll talk talk to you about an area to buy in, but then they're not actually talking, lifting the lid, you know, and saying, right, well, in this area, not everything will actually do the job. Absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, yeah. And pick the wrong property type. So if you pick an Mm. apartment in the wrong place where apartments aren't highly sought after by owner-occupiers, then then that strategy of trying to build capital growth, because that's what the stepping stone strategy is. You're trying to build growth in the property so that you can then step up to the next one um, and, and kind of keep stepping your way along. And you can either manufacture growth or you can ride the wave of growth, but you want to be having growth that outperforms the general market in order for the stepping stone strategy to work effectively for you. Um, and identifying those high growth locations, you choose a, a you know a, a brand new apartment in an oversupplied area and you actually might end up with negative growth. And that's not going to help you step along the way to your dream house. It will not get you to Brazil in the leaf home that (laughs) Veronica is aspiring to now. Um, Should we put that up on your dream board, Veronica? Uh, I need a a mood board. Yeah, mood board. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But 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 it is. It's incredibly important to choose the right property property type for the area that you're actually going to purchase in. Um, In some areas in Sydney, it's okay to purchase something that doesn't have car parking. But in most other locations in Australia, you absolutely need off-street parking. So these Mm. are the sorts of things you need to understand about the location that you're buying in to choose the right type of property that will actually outperform the market and give you the capital growth that will help you achieve the stepping stone strategy. Otherwise, you get stuck on the first rung. Uh, I... One example that I guess springs to mind for me is, is say, Fortitude Valley in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Now, close to Megan's heart, not so close to mine. Um, <laughs> oh, look, if I want to go oh, out I for love a good Fortitude meal, it's a good place to go. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I actually really like Fortitude Valley. You know, it's a really cool part of good Brisbane. Good shopping. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's a lot of apartments there. 
And you would think, oh, my God, it's such a great place. It's so cool. Then it, surely if I can't afford a house, I'll buy an apartment there. And then it'll only be a matter of years before the prices will go up and then I'd better upgrade to a house. But what would really happen if you did that, Megan? Well, I think that what, what we've experienced with a lot of high-density um, developments that have been done over the last 10 years or so is that the supply is so great and the demand isn't there to drive the prices up. So once the development has been sold um, off the plan or brand new, often targeted towards investors and first home buyers because of the incentives that sit around that and the deductibility of, of um, the building costs for an investor, once that property becomes available for resale, there just isn't a market for it. So there aren't people who want to buy established units in high density areas. And the difficulty is that it then becomes a very hard product to sell, a very hard property to sell. And the only way to sell a property that is hard, even in a booming market, in a, in a rapidly rising market, the only way to sell that is to decrease the price. So if we look at the resale prices of some of these complexes in some of these very high density areas, they've actually been experiencing losses on resale. And that's a really, really difficult place. If you've struck and scrimped and saved and you know done all of those things that we talk about in terms of maximizing your deposit and, and saving and pulling it all together, that hard-earned money can actually compl be completely taken away by negative growth if you're purchasing the wrong property type. Now, if you purchased a, a house in a better location or a unit in a less dense location, an established unit, that might actually work if you get the, the fundamentals of those things right. So, Veronica, not a big fan of units in Brisbane. That's fine. But there are actually, you know, alternatives like townhouses in low-density locations that have performed very well um, in comparison to, to units in inner-city locations that are high-density. And this is the thing, it's about really understanding the drivers of these markets and understanding the ongoing supply, potential for ongoing supply, and and thinking about what well, your future buyer. And that, that's really at the core of the Stepping mm. Stone strategy is understanding, A, what type of person you are, and so then choosing the appropriate strategy for you, and then B, always having that future buyer in mind because that's the person who's going to pay you more money for yeah. your home, which is going to actually enable you to leverage up to make your next upgrade purchase within your next sort of three to five to seven years. Yeah, you know, that, that's and, basically and the, the goal. Strategy is it, it it is aimed at being a shorter term strategy than mm. the long term investment strategies that we talk about for people who are building a portfolio. Stepping Stone is about really accelerating the growth in a shorter period of time and, and you need that growth to outstrip the costs of getting into the property and the costs of getting out of the property. So your entry costs and your exit costs, you, you still want to have a good pool of money left over because the growth has exceeded the average in the area and given you the ability to then use that equity to, to either sell that property, move to the next one or use the equity out of the property, the first property and, and um, leverage yourself into the next property. 
that's a bit of a complex sort of strategy, but it is something that we do pull apart and help you build the right strategy for you during the stepping stone strategy tutorial. Um, Veronica, it is something that when we ran the original live workshop, we had a number of people who actually had already purchased their first property, Mm. but they'd made the mistake. And I think particularly of one couple who talked about um, having bought house and land in areas where there was a lot of land still to be released and how they actually experienced negative equity, got out of that, took a deep breath, pulled themselves back together and said, okay, we're going to do it right this time. We're going to get this strategy right, get the right property in the right location so that we can actually build and and get into our dream home quicker. It's really horrific. You think, how long does it take you to save a deposit, you know, for your first home in this country? If, If you're in Sydney or something like 12 years on one salary and I think Melbourne is nine years and I think Brisbane is seven years or something. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of time required to save your deposit to then go through the whole exercise, buy something and then find out you made a disastrous mistake and bought a lemon and actually have to then suck it up and do it all over again. I mean, it's an amazing um tribute to that though that couple I remember that mm. couple you know mm. their resilience and that they're able to do that you know but it, it would take the wind out of a lot of people's sails and, and be very difficult to recover from and so and this is what the stepping strategy is about because the thing is that it's risky or as we mentioned before all climbing that mountain risky. is risky or by mm. all property is risky but minimizing that risk and learning and understanding how to minimize the risk is absolutely the key to getting this right and a big part of that is researching but not getting information overload yeah but listening to the right people as well veronica i mean there are so many sources of information there are so many opinions i you know if i happen to be on youtube the number of spruikers and property experts and real estate gurus and people who are trying to sell me something or sell me, you know, some sort of magic formula or magic outcome, you know, you, you will make heaps of money if you do this. You've got to be so careful that you actually think about you, what it is you're trying to achieve, where your strengths are, what is your trajectory in terms of income. We talk about the three different types of, of buyers. Maybe you're a renovator and you can do something with that. Maybe you're on a, a, um, a career path that will see your income increase over time. Maybe you're in a job that is quite stable and, and your income is going to be reasonably stable over a long period of time. Each of these three groups of buyers are going to need a very different strategy, a very different property strategy to help them through the stepping stone journey. Because if you mix up the kind of buyer you are with the wrong type of strategy, then you, you'll find yourself as we said before, either with negative equity, sitting in something for a lot longer than you ever anticipated because you can't actually move forward with, say, a renovation or an improvement or a, or a, a value-add strategy mm. that you probably shouldn't have got yourself into in the first place. Oh, dear. You know, this is um, not all bad. This no, is, it's not. No, this is just this is sim- simply opening your eyes. To yeah. then give you the ability to say, all right, well, who am I? What am I good at? What does what does my future look like? What is going to happen with my income? You know, all those things. Once you understand that about yourself, then you can actually choose the right strategy. Mm. And we're empathising with you in a sense that I guess when I go, oh, my God, I, I'm, it's not the risk of buying the property that concerns me so much when I react like that. It's just because I start to think about all the 
false hope that is peddled out there by spruikers <laughs> and by people selling and and problem is that we're calling it a strategy and i hate that word in property <laughs> it is a strategy you need do need to learn these strategies you need to learn which one's right for you you need to learn how to actually work through each of these these strategies mm. it is a strategy mm. but the problem is that in property there are so many sort of get rich quick and yes. simple solutions that are sold as strategies and they're not actually solutions they're dangerous this what we want to do is teach you how to research and how to think how to notice things how to apply that knowledge so that you do actually make better decisions by doing everything in the right mm. order mm. that's what we're about not some magic quick fix you know silver bullet magic pill there's no such thing about there that, is no know, such thing property. no this is that's not what our not, you know, you and I have such a passion for making sure that people don't make those kinds of mistakes. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea is to, I, I, think Help that, you. I think that the base, the, the, the very base of it, it's actually about cutting out the noise mm. and being able to actually look at yourself and then look at the options that best suit you to actually apply some of this thinking for your situation, not to have someone else come and tell you what you should be doing because that, that apart from a financial planner who will put, you know, a plan together for you, part of building your team, they'll put a plan mm. together for you about what your big picture looks like. You're kind of on your own here unless you engage a buyer's agent, which, of course, is a great way to find a property. But you need to know more about yourself and what your options are before you go to somebody else and ask them to help you select an asset. Absolutely. Now, one thing that um, is really available for you if you want we ran this this session live some months back megan was mentioning earlier and then we every time we run a live workshop we actually create a tutorial from that and we offer that for 39 dollars on the website so if you want to check out the stepping stone strategy your stepping stone strategy tutorial it's <laughs> we available that's something else probably <laughs> <laughs> sss um you can actually access that on the website, which is homebuyeracademy.com.au. You can go to the courses tab and it's in there. You can actually access the stepping stone strategy. There's also um, the where to buy workshop, which is really important as well. Um, if you want to flesh that out, in fact, that's great after you've worked out where you want to buy and what your Absolutely. strategy is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but yeah. when you follow the stepping stone strategy, though, you will be confident that your first home is the right one to get you started on that yeah. property journey and it is a journey it isn't just buy set and forget if you want to build towards your six leaf home in brazil <sighs> uh it's it's going to take a little while but it is possible with the right strategy so you can take the next step after that towards your dream home with a lot more confidence well that's the thing because you know what it isn't just buying the property that it's gold job done it's <laughs> what happens next and that's where this is so important. In this episode, we've covered a very small part of our 10-step online course for first-time buyers. If you would like to learn more about the process and how to buy without making a mistake, then head over to our website, www.homebuyeracademy.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. And if you like what you've heard today, please give us an iTunes review. Five stars would be wonderful. It will help others find us as well. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found this really useful. And if you have, please share the love with others who you know are in the same boat. We'll be back next week with some more priceless stuff. 